what's up y'all it's your girl miracle sims and i'm getting ready to tell you all the easiest way to make your own podcast and that's with anchor by spotify friends listen all you got to do is either download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm and they have everything you need in one place you can record edit and they'll even distribute it and the best thing about it is that it's absolutely free so if you're ready to start your new journey today then go ahead and download the app or go to the website anchor.fm just like yours truly hello everybody you are listening to god sex and love and I am ready for a little girl chat. Yes, it's your girl, Miracle Sims. And I have here none other than welcome back to Miss London A. Morrison. Hello. Hi, guys. Hey, hey, hey. And welcome for the first time on God, Sex, and Love. I call her my mentor, Miss D. James. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, ladies, for joining me. Um, I, yeah, at this time, I guess uh, I just want to give you all the opportunity to just kind of express your hearts and just say whatever you are feeling, whatever's on your mind about the current events. Um, as we all know, what all is going on, you know, from I mean, really from COVID all the way to you know uh, another untimely death, and then now the process and everything like that you know so anybody who feel that start go ahead and start but this is y'all's time so open play. well how are you feeling miss miracle <laughs> well um to be honest like i think it's it's a blessing like how things work out um because i've been able to kind of express myself with the juice every day um and my main thing has just been like, even in spite of all the stuff going on, I've just been kind of being like, it's like every time I have to approach it, like, okay, Lord, what do you want me to say? And so even with the stuff that was going on, I was kind of hesitant, not, not to, be, to be honest, I was kind of hesitant to be like, Lord, what you want me to say? Because at the same time, it's like, you don't want to talk about certain stuff, you know, but I was like convicted to be like, no, I'm going to have to still do <laughs> what I'm glad to do. So which would say, Lord, what do you want me to say? And so he's been having me to talk about, you know, everything. But I know my perspective is a little bit um, different because I'm kind of thinking of it from all a biblical perspective. So, so on one hand, it's like it's cool because I'm able to like express myself pretty much daily. Because um, I know I talked to some people, um, uh, one of the guys in particular, and they were letting me know that they kind of was like letting it all soak in and processing it and, and stuff like that. And not to say that I haven't, but um. At the same time, I've, I've had an outlet and some people don't necessarily have an outlet, I guess. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. I think my thing is I, I just can't let it overwhelm me because I'm sure if it's like, if I, if I really start to really, really let it like uh, overwhelm me in regards to being like, oh, because, you know, I am married to a black man. I, I have a son and, you know, we are all black and, you know what I'm saying? So if I let that stuff um overwhelm me it's like uh I don't it's know exhausting yeah 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 I don't know if there's gonna be um good to come from that so I just been trying to just you know let God lead me in in what to say and do at this time and that that's just been it so 
That's a little snippy. And this basic, but this is not a this is not a race war. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's not a war against race. It's a it's a, it's it's a a war against racism, and that comes in so many terms. You know what I'm saying? From so many angles. Um, I'm a lot older. I'm believed in both of you, and I've been dealing with this for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I remember, you know. Uh, Al Sharpton having a march for my uncles because they got jumped by a whole bunch of white men in New York City. And, you know, I remember um, my husband telling a story of how he came off the bus from a school trip and had to run and got jumped by some white boys. And, you know, just being in a theater club, walking down the street, and one of the uh, other actors is a uh, an Italian a guy and he hugged me. He says, let's, let's make some people angry. And he hugs me and you see people banging on windows and stuff. So it's, you know, I've seen this for a long time. Mm. And, you know, then you say, well, I'm I'm at, I am a mother of a black son. I am the wife of a black man. I am the daughter of a black man. I am the granddaughter of a black man. I am the aunt of black males. I am the sister of black men. Mm You know, but then we can't also we can't you know forget about the sisters too because you have other women like Sandra Bland mm-hmm. and Brianna Taylor. You know, so this thing is it's not so much about racism. We're talking about equality. We just want to be treated equal. Mm-hmm. And yes, all lives matter, and that's basically what the African American people are saying. We just want to matter, right? Mm-hmm. We just want to matter. So it's like, you know, you're saying that, you know, everyone matters, then can you put us in that, in that portion? Let us matter too. Right. You know, um, my son is a, he's 13 years old. He's a, I, I call him a small giant. <laughs> he's, he's one of very few words and you're getting a lot out of me today because I don't talk a lot, but he's, he's one of very few words. And you want to know how this is affecting people. You know, he's 13. And I know that it's affecting him. I have to figure out, okay, like, you know, which way. And I go on one of his sites and I see him playing jazz. And he has this thing that says Black Lives Matter. Nothing less and nothing more. Wow. That's powerful. Definitely. Powerful statement. Mm-hmm. So um, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is uh, deep. It's deep. And my only thing is that, yes, we're marching. And yeah, I hear all the protesters and the looting and all of that. But it's not about that. It's, you know, is the change really going to come now? Right. That's what I'm looking for. Right. That's what we really want to see is a true change, not just, you know, marching and protesting and looting and people talking about what they're going to do, but actually seeing, like, you know, action. We need some action. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, so I mean, it's 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 a crazy time right now. Um, it's a it's a much needed time. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, even though COVID nineteen seems to have been uh, a really trying time for everybody, you know, immediately parents become teachers, people are out of work. It's it's it's, it's a crazy time. Yep. However, um, with people being locked in, they had an opportunity to sit down and really see what was going on. Yep. It wasn't just a fly-by-day, oh, it's just another thing in the news or something, but everybody had an opportunity to watch. And, you know, 
it's exhausting i will say for me it's been very exhausting it's it's just super exhausting like right now like i mean i've had my own run-in with the police getting stopped for a ticket in the states because i actually live in canada and i remember maybe like five years ago i got stopped by a police officer i was living in west palm beach going to college there and i was driving up to orlando to visit um, my boyfriend and my parents had just got me a new car and it was maybe like 9 30 p.m and I was just driving up to Orlando from West Palm and I got pulled over and I didn't really know why because I'm like well I didn't I wasn't speeding or anything so they come over to my car and they're like um where'd you get this car and I'm like well this is a new car my parents just got for me you know for school and it's two Caucasian guys and so, you know, then they're asking me, well, what is that in your purse? And I'm like, are you talking about this bag of bobby pins? Okay. So are you, I guess they were assuming that my bag of bobby pins was something else. So I show them the bobby pins. I'm like, yeah, these, this is my bag of bobby pins. Well, ma'am, we need to search your car. For what? Under what grounds? Well, your tag, your new tags for your new car, they're in the wrong spot. Well, this is how the dealership gave it to me. However, me at that time of my life being ignorant of my rights and being afraid I said okay so I let them search my car with their dog when I had done absolutely nothing wrong of course they find nothing I had nothing but I was scared as hell okay so I'm telling this this cop I'm like I'm like sir I go to a Christian school here like I don't do drugs I would never do drugs and you know what he's telling me I've arrested preachers before I don't care that you're a Christian rude mean surly for no reason basically just racially profiling me okay you had you gave me no ticket in the end because i had done nothing wrong you were just looking to say something and to do something to me because i was black with the new car that my parents purchased whereas i live in canada um, I got stopped by the police maybe last year for driving and having my phone in my hand looking at my directions and the guy says well hi ma'am um, you're not supposed to be on your phone I was like sorry I'm trying to get directions to somewhere and I just wasn't you know I, I was looking down at my phone so he's like you know what I'm going to do for you um, I'm going to give you the ticket but if you get one of those um, you know the little uh, magnet things you put on your window that um Put, yeah, you put your phone in them or whatever. He's like, if you just buy one of those, when I see you at court and just give me the receipt, I'll throw it out. So I'm like, okay, sure. So, you know, I go buy one. I go to court like four months later. He's like, hi, good to see you. I show him the receipt. He throws it out. One and done. Now, I'm not saying every police officer in the States is horrible and that every police officer in Canada is amazing. I'm just saying those are two different experiences and they, were, they, have a, they are vastly different. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I and I get that, and I and I, I'm glad you put that out there because there are a lot of great police officers Definitely. that work. There are a lot of we don't want to bash, you know, the great men and women that put on that uniform and that took the oath and followed the oath. I have a lot of family members that wear that badge, you know, and um, so. This is a weight, but I have to make sure that it's a just weight, if that makes mm-hmm. any sense. And um, there, there are great men and women, both black, mm-hmm. white, Hispanic, Asian, you know, um, like, uh, Latino, um, you know, Indian, you know, 
Arab, you, you name them all. Mm -hmm. There's great men and women. We just want those that the bad. So you, you, in the Bible, it says a little leaven leavens the whole loaf. Mm -hmm. we, we just need to get the leaven out of the police yep. department. That's basically yep. it. We want the leaven out so that equality can be there and everyone has a fair chance. You know, um, yeah, I've, I've been stopped by, uh, you know, a police officer for a, a taillight. Uh, and I've only had one uh, interesting experience, but uh, he came back and apologized. Uh, I had my brother-in-law in the car with me. We were in the back seat. I had a new car and it was a busted taillight, but that's the way they skate. You know, I got the car and he came. The first thing he wanted, you know, he, you stopped me. He told me what you stopped me for. I give you my driver's license and my registration. I give you everything that you asked me for. What do you need there? They're in the back seat. What do you need their, their IDs right. for? Mm -hmm. And that's when I started saying, no, you're not going to racially profile them. Sorry, that's not going to happen. And I spoke up for them because I refuse to allow that to happen. You stop me for a taillight, that's all you need to know. You know, um, and you, you, you have to know your rights. Yep. And when he finished doing what he what he was doing and stuff, he came back and he apologized. And that's wonderful. So he was at the same time he was just doing his job too. So, but um, there are some that are afraid. They're just afraid. And if you're afraid to be out there, you shouldn't be out there. Exactly. You know. And if you're going to police us, you're going to police, you know, this this nation. Learn the culture. Definitely. Be around people. Every black woman is not angry. Yes. Every every black man is not a danger. Is not dangerous. You know what right. I'm saying. So you know, learn the people that you're policing. Learn about them. Learn the different cultures. You know, um, yeah. It, it's just you know training. Yeah. Learn. Uh, let's work together as a team. You know, town meetings and 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 get into these different things and stuff. You know, get back to the neighborhood watches. People looking out for each other and stuff like that. Some things. It's just you know, it's it's crazy. Well, I'm hearing a lot of things, um, like all around. Like, for example, um, I guess to mention some of the stuff that you guys just brought up in regards to, say, for instance, your son. Um, I had a friend of mine, and I, I saw her post about it. She just basically was like, and I, everybody's emotional right now. Everybody's like, emotions are high right now. So, I just mm -hmm. child came and asked her, why are, I think it was the question came across like, why are they killing us? And she just kind of said in that moment, she couldn't really respond. She just was like, um, you know, she just told the child she didn't know and went away and I guess to cry um, and everything like that. And I guess for me, and I get that, I get that emotion. I get that, you know, maybe at that moment she wasn't able to do it. Right. But at the same time, I feel like um, at some point, maybe uh, that, as a mom or, you know, I feel like we should explain to children like what's going on. I think one of the things I'm seeing happening is like everything is getting so lumped together that then now the question is, why are they killing us as if we can't walk out the door or something? And I feel like that putting that message out there is a little bit, a little bit false. I mean, I think let's, let's be specific about whatever the situation is and like let kids know um, about different situations. Um, I mean, I don't know. What, how do you how do you ladies feel about that? 
Yeah, because kids are scared. Well, you know, I sent you that um, email about my friend trying to start a way to figure out for parents how to, you know, talk to children, you know, about what is going on. Because I feel like it all starts at home. You know, like I don't I don't have any children, but I would assume and from the way that my parents raised me information and, and having factual information, information starts from, from home. home. You know? you know, it's good from home, I think. But yeah, I have always taught my children. You know, we we go beyond just you know the history books in school. You know, um, they have all been to uh, different museums teaching about slavery mm-hmm. and different things. And I remember we took my son. We felt like when he was eight that he was old enough to. Uh, he's he's well beyond his years that he was old enough to you know, understand uh, some things a little bit better. Um, so we took him to Charleston. We went through all of the little slave uh, museums and different areas that they had. And we went to each place and we was reading everything and stuff like that. And then, you know, afterwards, you know, we had ice cream and stuff. We sat down and we was like, how does this make you feel? How do you feel about this? And his response was just, he says, I have one question. Why black people? And I thought that was so powerful, you know, and in reality, it wasn't just black people, Mm -hmm. you know, because if you look at it, it was Jews, you know, Um, I remember being in high school, I went to a museum where uh, it was a a museum that had, uh, it was talking about how uh, African-Americans were enslaved, but then it also talked about the Holocaust with Jews, it was a mixed thing and just seeing the treatment of both. And, you know, even Armenian people, you know, they were lynched and different things, you know, happened to them as well. So, you know, it's just, we just want equality. Yeah. We just want, you know, we want to be, you know, t- to matter. So if if I go out for a job interview and a Caucasian woman goes out for a job interview and a Indian woman goes out for a job interview and a Hispanic lady goes out for a job interview and a Asian lady goes out for a job interview, that we are hired, not based on the color of our right. skin. But that we are hired on the quality that we will bring to that company, or you know the edu- you know what we will bring to that particular company, not our skin color, or not even just being a woman, because you yes. know we want equality too. We want yes. the same pay. How many times have I been in a position? I've worked in management majority of my life, you know, and doing the same job, and sometimes even more than some men, and yet still making less. We just want equality. Yep. At this point, I mean, I just feel like it's been a long time coming, you know, that for me, this is um, just, it's been an exhaust, last week was extremely exhausting for me just because I was so deep into it. And so, you know, I was letting it kind of take over because I, I want so bad for us to be heard, for us to, to feel equal. But then I felt like it was starting to affect my mental health to the point where I was having like an anxiety attack. So I had to take a second and, you know, step back and really pray and like ask God, what else is he trying to show the world during this time? You know, like what else is it that he wants us to see? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's real. I mm-hmm. think that's the thing that I've been kind of just reflecting on, because I mean, to me, I guess to me, when I see this stuff happening to me, it's like, oh, this is Bible prophecy coming. You know, this is it. Yes. What it's talking about. You mm-hmm. know? Um, yep. But on that on that other hand, I know. Not to say you're making light of anything. I know it's still crazy. It's still horrible that these things happen. And so we want to do something about it. But I'm like, well, obviously, there's a certain way as Christians, um, 
that we're supposed to be looking at this situation um, or handling it. Yes, like, yes, protest. Yes, do all those things. But at the same time, I saw, <laughs> well, this is something else I came across. It's like I saw this, the same people that, um, that, that say they're Christians too, that were so gung-ho to be like, hey, no, stay home, X, Y, and Z, COVID, blah, 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 blah. Don't go to church, blah, blah, blah. This very next week is being like, yes, and the, and the not just the protest stuff, but the riots. Yes, that's cool for them to do this and that and the other. And so, but, but nobody's social distancing. Nobody's doing any, I just feel like a lot of, I feel like a lot of the emotions is kind of stemmed from the media and I don't feel like no necessarily people are really looking at it from that spiritual aspect of like, you know, we really don't fight against flesh and blood. Like we're not really fighting each other. It is that being in a mm-hmm. it's totally, you know what's happening around. Right. Yeah. You have to look at the positive images too. Don't yes. Just, don't, don't just look at what is being shown. Um I, I've been watching some of the things. There's a lot of positive things happening. There's a lot of officers that are walking with yes. protesters. There are a lot of people that are taking news. There are, um, and however, there are some that are, you know, uh, you know, um, making it look worse than what it actually is. You know, you've seen some people jumping on a vehicle and they were kicking and they were saying, oh, these people, they are just riding, they're stomping on cars, but, you, you know, they cropped out the picture of where the car was hitting protesters. Right. They cropped right, out that, right, part, right, that right. portion. And so, um, and then, you know, people are writing Black Lives Matter on buildings and stuff, but it's not African-American people that are doing that. And so some of it, you know, is staged. To make us look bad, I don't like that. You know, right. Some of it is, is, is staged and some of it is, you know, people are doing some things, you know, people are out there for different reasons. Some people is using an excuse to get outside. Some people are out there because they're really angry and they want change. You know, we want change, but everyone has to use their platform. You know, Black Lives Matter, they're using their platform. You know, Christians that are out there and about pastors, they're using their platforms. I've seen a lot of great pastors uh, that are sitting down and having conversations, you know what I'm saying? And going against the odds. And it's not just, when I look at the protests, it's not just Black people that are out there. You know what I'm saying? It's white yeah. people out there. It's Asian people out there. It is it's Hispanic people out there, Indian people, Arabic people out there. Are many it's all different nationalities out there fighting for the same thing. It's not a race war. We're not fighting against race. We're fighting for we're fighting against racism and we're fighting for yes. equality. That's that's all we're doing. You know. And um it, it it's sometimes it just brings a joy because at the same time you, you see the negative part, but then you see the yes. positive parts where you see people in London and you see people in oh man, I when I when I seen the Amish um Amish people, they were out there, you know, it, it was just yes. powerful. You know Definitely. what I'm saying? And because it's like people are woke yep. now. Their eyes yep. are open, the veil has been yep. lifted. You know, and, and, and they can see now. And it's a great opportunity to show unity in this crazy time that we have been living in. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it, it, it's crazy because he was saying, make America great again. But let's really make America great with the yes. unity. With unity. Races, every race. Every national. Because at the same time, if, 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 if I get cut 
and somebody else of a lighter skin or somebody of a darker skin or whatever. We all bleed the yeah. same way. You know what I'm saying? As a, as a mother, if your child is hurt, we all hurt the same way for yeah. our babies. You know what I'm saying? So there is no difference. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's, you know, yeah. So it's, it's just, we just want to matter. Let's, let's matter. Let's, let's work together and let's, let's, let's be one nation under yes. God. Do you guys think that you know, we will, that things will get better as well once the current president is out of the office? I, I think that I don't feel uh, like he's done that much to unite this country. And yeah, I've lived in Canada for three years, but this is still, you know, America is still my home country. So it it saddens me that my family and friends and America, like it's just it's it's devastating. And to have somebody like that in office that I feel like is not bringing unity to the country, it makes me feel I don't like it. Everything is learned behavior. Mm. Yep. Right? So he's only doing what he's yep. been taught. He doesn't know any better. So we think he does, and we would hope that he would, but he's only doing what yep. he knows. You know, that's that's all he knows how to do. You know, um, and, you know, um, I, I don't want to say anything. I, I don't want to say anything out of... Um, I want to. I want to. I want to. Totally. Watch my no. Words totally understandable. As, um, as far as uh, he is concerned, um, you know what I could do is because at the end of the day, he is the president of the United States of America, and does he belong in that seat? I don't think that he. I think the shoes so are definitely, too big. in my opinion, as well. I think they're way too big for him. I, I think the shoes are too big, and I think that um, I think that we need to get someone in there that would lead yes. the nation and bring yes. unity. You know what I'm saying? Um, we've had some great presidents in seat, and we've had some not so intelligent presidents as we have right now right. in the office. Um, you know, um, and I just think that you know. Right now, what we're seeing is a nation yeah. crumbling. It starts from yeah. the top. You know, it, it starts from the top. But at the end of the day, what do I do as yeah. a Christian? I Amen. pray for yep. I pray for yep. his deliverance. I pray that God will open up his eyes and that, you know, unity will come, you know, that he will begin to speak the will of God and not the yes. will of himself. You know, so, you know, that's what I do because at the, he's still the president at this moment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what do I do for the president at this moment that seems to not be in, in, in the, in, you know, in the right perspective? I pray yep. for him and believe that God can change because what man can't do, Definitely. God can do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's something that I've been wondering over the past few days, and that's kind of like, I've, I've been, um, it's like on one hand, you kind of hear about like what, what the, I guess the president or what the people in these governing positions, what they're doing. Um, but what I'm noticing is that the media, again, is like, it's very biased, if we just be honest about it. And so 
I'm wondering, I don't know if you ladies are familiar or no, maybe you guys can help me, but I'm wondering where can we look up unbiased information about like what's actually going on um, when it comes to like what did the presidents do or what are the presidents doing or what are they working on or you know what like where can we find that type of information as citizens of the U.S. because I mean I, I don't feel like I have access to that now maybe I'm I'm just maybe I'm you know I need to learn <laughs> so, do you ladies have any access to that or know any place to look up unbiased information, like people that are just keeping records of what's being done. Mm. If, if he, I mean, that's a, that's a very, very good question. Um, uh, if, if he was speaking somewhere and you went to a place and you were actually able to hear him speak, you can hear the words for yourself. Or um, I would say, just like, for example, if you had two children that got into a fight, right? They will both come with their sides of the story, right? right? You know, it's his, uh, it's his side, it's her side, it's their side, whatever. And then somewhere in the between is the truth. You know what I'm saying? So you have one news outlet that is strictly pro, you know, and I believe that's, you know, everyone, I'll say Fox News, you know, it's, it's pro, you know, the president. Okay, and pro whatever, any anything becomes some type of. I heard some crazy story that one of the anchor people there uh, was saying that uh, the Democrats uh, was using uh, George Floyd's thing as a you know a, 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 a decoy or something. You know what I'm saying? So um, I would say. That's one. Then you have the other one that he calls CNN, which is fake news because they fact check the things that he says. You, you, you know, and then you have other outlets that, you know, listen. So what I would like to do is uncut, unedited, raw footage of what they get because a lot of times the news will take information and they will edit it out. Um, I had watched um, a it was a forum with uh, some uh, local officials, um, police departments, um, and residents, which was a town meeting, which was pretty good. And um, it was nice to see someone record the whole meeting because the news outlet yep. edited it. The, the, the town meeting and when this person came up and said hey you guys got up there and you cropped out the part where this was doing this but and you made it look like the protesters were being bad but basically what they were doing was protecting yes. other citizens and you are holding this picture and making them look like they are savages and that they're doing this and stuff like that but that part got edited out from the news of media. course that's how they do they did right right they didn't show that so what I would like is raw unedited footage let us see everything and then people can make their own conclusions and then we still have to understand this one thing too people have the right to yep. their own opinions mm -hmm. yep they really do they they have the right if they like something like for example you know i love you know avocados but my husband don't like them he has a right yeah. not to like them am i going to be angry with him because he right. doesn't like avocados right you know what I'm saying? Am I going to treat him unfair because he doesn't like avocados? Right. You're right. 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 You know, so, so I'm just saying, you know, yeah, yeah. 
they, 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 you know, people have a right to their opinions, you know, and a lot of times people are saying things that are out of the way, mm-hmm. out of the way, but, but, but that's their opinion. And what do we do for people that have things that are out of the way as Christians? We pray for them because there's places that men cannot reach, but God can. Definitely. There are some places in a person's heart that no person can reach but God. We pray for these people and we believe God to do the yep. rest. You know what I'm saying? Only he can give the increase. Only he can bring about Definitely. real change. And if we become one nation praying yep. under God. As we're supposed to be. <laughs> you know? You know? the change will come we need him more than anything in this mm. time we need him that's where the change is going to come that's where the yep. deliverance is going to come that's where people are going to be set free yep. through him so what do you guys think oh. about oh sorry go ahead no no okay go ahead what do you think about um i was gonna say what do you guys think about what could you know we be doing as Christians, um, as people of color in general, to educate. Because one issue that I feel like I'm I'm running into a bit is people not knowing, you know, why this is such an issue, or not knowing what Black people have been through their whole lives. Like I had someone say to me last week, I just couldn't even imagine what it would be like to be Black because I just like, and, and I'm sure they can't because they're they're Caucasian, so they can't put themselves in my body and I can't put myself in their body. But, you know, I had someone else say, well, could you educate me about why this is so important and about the, the history of, you know, your, you know, your, your ancestry or your, your, your ethnicity. But then I also had someone else say, why is it, and this was a Caucasian person as well, say, why is it African-American's job to, an African-American's job, excuse me, to educate Caucasian people on what's going on when they're forced to learn all about us without, you know, without reason. So... What can we like as Christians? What do you guys think about that? Like, should we be educating people? Like, do we feel like they should already know? Should they go pick up a book? Is it exhausting? Like, I, I don't know. If a person asks you for information and you have it, give it mm. to them. If they're asking for knowledge, that's it's simply because yep. they don't know. People perish for yep. lack of yep. knowledge. So if, if if someone wants to sit down and have that conversation, because remember, things are taught at home. Racism is yeah. taught at home. You can put kids in a room together. They will play. They will have a ball together. They will have so much fun. It's the parents. You know, it's the adults that pull them apart. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. Pull them apart and, and, and put that stuff in them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That yep. stuff is taught. They come out, they, they, they don't come out like that. Kids play. They love each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't have that, that issue. It's the adults. But then the, the adults got it from yep. the adults. And it's then a the generational adults, thing. Adults, it's you know a generational curse. Right. And so you have to, you know, if, if somebody's asking a question, that means their heart is softened. Talk to them. Tell them about it. Tell them about it and leave them and, and don't get offended. Talk to them with an open heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And let them talk to you from their perspective and, you know, and, and, and pray too. pray with them before you yes. even have that conversation. And, and, and then, then talk. And then after the conversation, 
pray again. You know what I'm saying? And end it out. And then still pray for that particular person. God minister to them. Show them. Teach them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you never know. That person may be in, end up being a, a, a voice yep. for someone else. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. So it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just. Yeah. Yeah. That's- it, it, it's if somebody teach, teach them. If they're asking to learn, yes, teach them about it because they don't know. You know, and they're right. We we were taught certain things, and as parents, you know, some parents don't even know not to uh, to uh, you know. Some parents don't know themselves because their parents yep. didn't teach them. Even African American people, they're learning about their their race yes. and culture and all the stuff that they're going through too. They're learning about yep. it now too because they didn't know. And do children have questions? They sure oh, do. Because when you was a child, did you have questions? You yep. sure did. You know, and so. You know, you just have to, as a as a parent, you have to be attentive and 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 look and don't just start, don't drill your child with, with information because you'll be surprised how much mm-hmm. they already know. Hear what they, you know, ask them how are you feeling about this situation. What do you want to talk about? Let's talk about this. I know you're going through something, and don't force anything on them. You know, don't don't do that. Uh, just you know leave leave a space to where your child can come to you you know what i'm saying and minister to your child because these kids are hurting they see it and it's not just african-american children that are hurting you know what i'm saying it's it's a lot of children because you see here um i I was looking um and 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 it really touched my heart too it's it's not just um because i'm sure that you know you see black lives matter and you're seeing the african-american people we're fighting for equality we're going through this and stuff like that but i'm sure there are some latinos that are saying well you know we we i want that for us too you know what i'm saying because we're going through this too and i'm sure that there's oh yeah my boyfriend is hispanic and he told me some stories about how he's been racially profiled and he's told me how this is important to him as well for his culture as well so i mean it's an important thing all around so when we say black and brown, who do you think we're talking exactly. about when we say brown? So yeah, this is this is this is um we just want equality. We you know it's 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 America, you know, it's all these different nationalities that make America wonderful coming together, making it you yeah. know what I'm saying? If we if we can come together, we can make it an awesome we just gotta get the we just gotta get yeah. the eleven out. Take the leaven out. No, so a little leaven leavens the whole lump. I was yeah. gonna say um, something that came to me um, last week as I was like, talking about it and stuff like that was that a lot of this kind of stems from fear, and I was wondering. Now, of course, I'm not a white person, so I don't know, <laughs> um, and I haven't asked them to know. But from what I'm just observing, I'm. I'm thinking the fear for the black people is not wanting to go back to the way things was, you know what I mean? And everything like that. I feel like that's where some of that fear might stem from. But then I, I feel like maybe from the white people, perhaps their fear could come from not wanting to uh, become what their ancestors did, you know what I mean? Like in, in reverse, like having this type of thing happen to them. And so maybe that's where some of that fear stems from. Like, um, I don't know what that can do. <laughs> I don't know if that's the real reasons why people hold on to whatever racist uh, thoughts they have. But I mean, I don't know. That at least gave me a little bit of maybe understanding where where maybe some of this could stem from. I don't know. What do y'all think about that? 
I mean, yeah, some some say, you know, that they are majority now and that one day they'll become the minority. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard, heard that, that too. From, uh, from, um, I'm going to send you a link of, um, it was this uh, powerful um, uh, short um, show with um, Charles Barkley and he talked to an extremist and um, got got a look of what you know his perspective and oh, thoughts wow. were. It was a it was a it was a rough it was a rough chat, but it was a very necessary chat so that you can see you know some of the places that people are coming from. Wow. Still, again, taught mm. behavior. Um, so I, I just say that. Um, yeah, there's fear. There's fear um, that that they they they, they want to matter too. You know what I'm saying? But let's all matter on 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 a just weight. Yes, yes. You know, let's all matter. Um, and just like we're fearful for our husbands and our sons, there are some white women, and their sons are black. Right. Their husbands right. are black. They they're out there fighting too. They're, they're they're mamas too. You know what I'm saying? You know there was a Caucasian lady that got up there and she said, you know, when George Floyd cried out for his mama, he cried out for me too. That's why we out here. Yeah. I'm his mama too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? White women get up there. They said, this is my black son. And if somebody put their knee in my son's neck, I'm coming out there too. But I tell you, somebody that, that's yeah. just the mama. That's the mama. That's just a mama, you know what I'm saying? And every black person and every white person, they're, they're not racist, you know what I'm saying? And so you're seeing, you're seeing, you're seeing unity, but the, you know we need to look at the unity portion of it and try to spread that throughout. Definitely. If I'm making any sense. Well, ladies, I won't be long your time. If there's anything that you all want to like leave with the people, or you know, just kind of want to say, uh, feel free. I would just say pray. Just pray and educate yourselves and be kind to yourselves during this time and be loving to one another. I mean, 2020 has been a rough year, I think. Like, you know, it started with, and I mean, this may not be important to everyone, but Kobe died first. That took, that was a blow for me. Then Corona. Then, you know, you know, it's just like one thing after another. Now, you know, it's just like, it's, it's just been an exhausting year. And so, I just am praying for breakthroughs for the world, you know, for the black culture, for the white culture, for the Hispanic culture, just breakthroughs so that people are, like we are just saying this entire time, treated equal and getting rid of the bad apples. Because, yeah, no, not all police are horrific and not all, you know, police are, you know, bad. Not all police are racist. Some are amazing and loving and they are trying to protect and serve like they're, you know, they're doing their job. And then... But there's a few bad apples. And so we just want to, you know, do whatever we can to get rid of the bad apples so that we can have a peaceful country. Now, I'm not saying everything's going to be all sugary and, you know, dandy, but I just hope that we continue to, you know, do what we can as Christians and as people who are trying to fight for our rights, but in a, in a way where we're still being heard and that we're not hurting others. Very good, very, very good. And I, I just want to, I'm going to add on to mm -hmm. one little thing that you said about um, the police, even the good ones that are out there, they're yeah. for their lives right now because of what the yes. bad ones have done. 
you know, because they have put their lives in jeopardy as well. Um, and they have lost yeah. some of their members because of what one person yeah. has done. Um, so, I, or should I say what mm. four people have done? You know, they have lost uh, quite a bit of people and some have been injured and, you know, some other things. But I would say this too, I'll add on to it again, you know, we need to pray. We need to pray. That is the thing yeah. that changes everything. You know, we need, we need God in this situation. We need him more now than ever before. Um, and, and I would just say like, again, like London said, have that conversation. If someone is willing to talk, talk, you know, have, have that, that, that conversation, speak to, you know, people mm -hmm. and be safe out there. Be, we're still in a pandemic. Things are still happening. You know what I'm saying? Let your voice be heard, but still be safe out there. You know, your family loves you. They need you too. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's just a really crazy time. And when times get crazy, the best person yes. to go to is God, because, you know, when the water was crazy and Peter went to go, he said, peace be still. That's yeah. when it got still, right? When he said it, everybody was panicking in the boat, but when he got up out of his sleep, he said, peace be still. And what was yeah. there? Peace. So yep. right now the waters is trouble. The only one that can bring that peace is God. So that's what yeah. we need in this situation. That's what I want to leave the people with. Um, I just want to say thank you so much, ladies, for taking out the time to chit-chat with me about this. Um, again, thank you uh, for Miss D, first time. And Miss Tanya, welcome back. Um, and, and I hope that, you know, you people, you guys are having many more conversations as well. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll let you know. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, ladies. Thank you for having yes, me. Thank you. I appreciate well. it. Thank nice you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice meeting you, you as well, ladies.